It's another day, I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, What in the World? Our scripture reference today is John chapter 16, verses 25 through 33. As always, may the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of His Holy Word. I have said these things to you in figures of speech. The hour is coming when I will no longer speak to you in figures, but will tell you plainly of the Father. On that day you will ask in my name. I do not say to you that I will ask the Father on your behalf, for the Father himself loves you, because you have loved me and have believed that I came from God. I came from the Father and have come into the world. Again, I am leaving the world and am going to the Father. His disciples said, Yes, now you are speaking plainly, not in any figure of speech. Now we know that you know all things, and do not need to have anyone question you. By this, we believe that you came from God. Jesus answered them, Do you now believe? The hour is coming, indeed it has come, when you will be scattered, each one to his home, and you will leave me alone. Yet I am not alone, because the Father is with me. I have said this to you, so that in me you may have peace. In the world, you face persecution, but take courage. I have conquered the world. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. What in the world is happening in the book of John? First, let's acknowledge that John's Jesus story is different. It doesn't follow the narrative paths of the other three Gospels. So, we read John differently than we do Matthew, Mark, or Luke. All three have a particular related purpose, of course. John establishes it in the most concrete terms in John 20, 31. He says he's written these stories of Jesus so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in his name. Now, back to our original question, what in the world is happening in the book of John? Well, that kind of depends. Not knowing biblical Greek myself, I've discovered several helpful resources. Some of them highlight at least 10 uses John employs for the word world. So what's going on in the world depends on what understanding of the world you're considering. It's a fascinating conversation to be had. No wonder John's text stands apart from the other gospel readings. When you think of the world, have you given thought to what you mean by that? I won't go into all the ideas. That take much more of your reading time and my preparation. Instead, let's focus on one idea used in our reading today. The word cosmos is the Greek word we translate as world. A literal translation could be something ordered or an ordered system. 
In our passage today, Jesus prepares his disciples for his departure. They seem sure of their readiness. Jesus knows, though, they will scatter when the time comes. What is to take place will endanger them. But Jesus wants them to have what he promises is his to give. Peace. Those who remain in Christ will have his peace. That's important because they'll have his peace while they're still in the world. Oh, that pesky ordered system. What does it suggest to you that the world is a system? Many Christians abhor the idea of systems. I've never quite understood that. Systemic racism, systemic injustice, or other forms of systemic inequality aren't removed from the world. The world, or the United States, is not heaven. Now, we may not want to believe that our systems could rest on such ideas, but we all live in the world, and the world is and has its systems. And that's part of what John tells us. That's why the kingdom of God is so important. It is God's, God's system, could we say. It stands apart from and quite often in opposition to the world's system. If Jesus was talking to his disciples, then you can imagine John speaking to us now. The church's rule has to be God's system. How else do you remain in Christ? As I'm sure you've seen or experienced, the church can follow other systems. What's worse, we can follow other systems all while denouncing others for doing the same. To me, that's an example of another system. At the heart of God's kingdom is God's peace. The world can neither offer nor take away the peace God provides. Be sure, child of God, Christ has conquered the world. The world has a losing record against the Lamb of God. You see, Jesus lived and ministered in the world using God's system. He proclaimed God's kingdom. That's why the world crucified him. The world thought its power was mightier than a sacrificial lamb. It was not and is not. So what in the world is happening now? Hopefully, the church is rejecting the systems of the world and living faithfully as kingdom-minded people. Stay blessed. Thanks for always supporting Another Note. This is our daily devotional. I'll keep writing and recording as long as you keep listening and we keep growing. If you ever find another note on iTunes or anywhere else podcasts are available, make sure to leave a review so others can join us. The easiest way to connect with me is online at anotherjohn.com. God be with you.